Welcome to Building Your Best Career, a podcast for professionals looking to find their voice, define their brand, and maximize their impact. Episodes are a collection of lessons from real life, interviews with people doing incredible things, tips and tools to get you on your way to realizing your infinite career possibilities. Hello, and welcome back to another episode of Building Your Best Career. This week, I want to talk a little bit about when things don't go our way. I think that so many of us are so focused often on kind of keeping score with how we're doing and what it is that we're doing, how much progress we're making, how fast we're getting there, how our conversations go, just a day-to-day score tally, if you will, of how things are going for us. And I find that so often we get very frustrated or very disappointed or emotionally overwhelmed with when things don't go the way that we thought that we would have them happen. Okay, so I wanted to talk a little bit about that. I have five R's, five things that I like to use when I'm kind of overcoming or moving forward after something doesn't go my way or doesn't go the way that I thought it should. But before I jump into that, I want to make sure that we're thinking about our expectations and our expectations of others, our expectations on ourselves. It's very easy to set unrealistic milestones or goals in our head based on how we feel things are supposed to go. So I say that at the beginning because I want that to kind of be in the back of your mind as we talk through these five R's because it really comes out in so many different ways when things don't come our way. And it's important to kind of keep reflecting back on that and making sure that we are being realistic because many of us are very, very unrealistic in our expectations of ourselves and therefore on other people. Okay, so the first thing when something doesn't go your way is how you're going to react to the situation. And what I want you to try and keep in mind is to relax. Our reactions when something doesn't go according to plan or according to how we've built it up in our mind, how we've envisioned it, really makes such an impact on where and how we move forward in those situations. Whether it's your reaction to not getting a job after an interview, your reaction to not getting a project at work that you really wanted, your reaction to a fellow coworker or your boss if they give you news or information that you're not happy with or they're not able to do what it is that you asked them to do. However it is that you're going to react, think first about relaxing. Take a step back, take a moment, take the information in, take a deep breath, count to 10, whatever works for you, but process the information before you react. And for a lot of us, I I laugh because I think that all of us have a secret two-year-old inside of us that is just waiting for an opportunity to fling ourselves on the floor and throw a tantrum. Obviously not actually, but in, in theory, right? In the middle of our mind, we're screaming in our head thinking, why can't they just get this right? Why can't I get this job? Why, why, why? Why is this happening? Why didn't it go my way? Before you launch into that, where everything shuts down in your brain, take a moment to just take a step back, 
and relax for a few minutes. Even if you're so aggravated that's really difficult, that's even more a time when we should relax. Take a walk around the building, take a walk around your house, take a walk up and down the stairs, whatever it is, take a minute before you say something or do something that you'll regret. I can't tell you how many emails I've seen or read or heard about from clients or past colleagues that were sent instantly reacting to a situation that caused so many more challenges for them because they didn't just take a moment to relax and process the information that was upsetting them. The second thing is to review. Take a look back on the whole situation. Take a look back at your expectations of the situation. Were they clearly communicated? Were you clearly qualified for the position? Did you clearly present your case? Was all of your efforts done to the best of your ability? Were there extenuating circumstances that may have caused something to go wrong on someone else's side or on your side? Perhaps there was a lack of information in some way, shape, or form. Review all of the different things that went into whatever it is that didn't go right. And think about what you could have done differently, not what everybody else could do differently. Think about what you could have done differently. Not necessarily better. Maybe you put in too much effort. Maybe you didn't put enough effort in. Maybe you put the wrong effort in. Maybe you didn't have all of the information that you needed. Maybe it wasn't the right time. I mean, this fits into so many different areas of our life where taking a moment to just kind of do a postmortem, think about everything step by step and Think about all of the different ways that things came together and try to suss out really what your part in that event you played, okay? And I'm not suggesting that it's always all our own fault. There are a lot of extenuating circumstances. There are a lot of things that go on. There are a lot of things that are other people's fault. But I do know, at least with myself and with many folks that I talk to, our first instinct is to find blame elsewhere, Because we know what we did. We don't know what other people do all the time. So therefore, it's very easy for us to say, oh, well, I know I did A, B, and C. They must have not done what they needed to do, or they didn't call back in time. They picked the wrong candidate. They picked their friend. This person's not doing their job. There's so many different ways we find to place blame for things in other people's laps when something doesn't go our way. And like I said, Sometimes that's perfectly valid. Sometimes that means that while you're doing your review, you need to identify those issues and make sure that you don't get stopped up by that again in the future. However, it is important to really examine our role in whatever it is that's going on, our role in why things didn't go the way we wanted, and make sure that we're being truly honest with ourselves and really critical of what we could do different instead of being so critical of the fact that it didn't work. Focus our efforts on the things that we can control. Focus our efforts on the things that we can improve upon or change or edit or update, whatever that may be. So the next step is to regroup. And when I say regroup, I mean create a plan for going forward. Are you going to try again with whatever didn't work? Are you going to try it differently? If we're talking about, say, a job search, you went after a job, you got to the interview stage, you got all the way there, and then you weren't the last candidate that was selected for the position. 
obviously you're probably going to still keep searching for a job because you need a job. So how are you going to go about that next interview differently? How are you going to go about that next application package differently? What can you do to improve your chances of it going your way this time? Perhaps it is a conversation with a coworker that you needed to have. Think about what was said. Think about how you said it. Think about how they reacted. Think about their body language. Think about their feedback. Think about how you would do it different in the future. If there's no way of doing it different, if you felt like you did it to the best of your ability, then perhaps, you know, it just wasn't meant to be. But think about how we can improve upon what it is that we contributed or how we behaved, how we reacted, how we prepared. And you're going to create a plan to move forward, either trying it again or moving in a different direction. It doesn't necessarily mean that you have to do it over and over again, but you might want to move in a different direction. Perhaps it didn't turn out the way you wanted it because it wasn't meant to be, or it wasn't a good fit, or it just wasn't the right time. Okay? So once you've done regrouping, and figuring out what is your next step and have a really good handle on where you want to go from here. Then the last step is kind of two different roads. You're you're at a fork, if you will. You're either going to refocus or you're going to retry. And when you refocus, you're going to change your effort. You're going to focus your efforts someplace else. Perhaps you were discussing something at work and you were trying to get your colleagues on board with a new project and they're just not coming on board. It didn't go your way. You didn't get the funding. You didn't get the buy-in. Refocus. Figure out what your next steps are. You're not going to be able to go down that path. You're going to have to create a new plan. You're going to have to create a new path. Figure out what that looks like. Get excited about it. Get on board and get ready to move in that direction. We're going to refocus our efforts towards a different path doesn't mean it's better or worse. It's just a different path. It didn't work the first time around. It didn't go your way. It doesn't mean that however you refocus your efforts now won't go your way. You take all that you learned from your review of how you behaved and how you interacted and all of the things that you feel that you could use to do better or improve your approach moving forward and refocus your efforts on something that you feel is that you can be super excited about and super passionate about and super driven to do. The other path is to retry. And this is very typical with job searching. You go out, you apply for something, you get to the interview and you're not the one selected. You're going to try for another job. You could go into that next interview or that next interview because this is such an emotional process. You could go into those subsequent interviews very grouchy, very disgruntled, very downtrodden that, oh, I'm never going to get this anyway. Or you can use everything that you learned when you reviewed how you handled the last one, take your new plan that you've created while you were regrouping and retry and give it your best effort, be excited, be upbeat, be passionate, because all of those things translate to the people on the other side of the table. Anytime you interview, they can feel that energy. They can see that energy. And I would argue that they feel it even more on a video call than in person. Because for some reason, in person, there's a lot of other distractions in the room. There's a lot of other things going on. When you're on a video call, you're on TV. You're the star. 
you're right there in front of them. So they're looking at all of your facial expressions. Many organizations record these things so they can go back and look. So you want to make sure that you are all there. You're excited and leaving whatever happened in the last interview completely out of it. It doesn't matter at this point. So think about these things when you are experiencing something not working the way you would like, right? We talked about relaxing first and checking our reactions at the door, making sure that we are not flying off the handle or behaving in a bad way. We are taking all of the information in, absorbing it, and just relaxing. Then we're going to review and take a look at everything that we did, everything that went on around us, trying not to attribute everything to other people as far as blame and figuring out what it is that we could have done better. To take that information, which is super useful, as we regroup and create our new plan to move forward, right? We're going to regroup, we're going to create that new plan, and we're going to either A, refocus our efforts and go after something different, go a different path, go a different way, or we're going to retry and try it again and see if we can do it better the second time around. It's really difficult when things don't go our way, and I don't think that at any age that's a comfortable thing. I think that the older I get when things don't go my way, sometimes I think that I get more frustrated now because I should have known better. I should have done it different. I should have more experience. I should be able to do this by now. You're even more hard on yourself as we get older, harder on other people, harder on the situation. Try to give yourself a little bit of a break. There's a lot of reasons why things don't go our way in every aspect of our, our life. Sometimes shit happens right? And sometimes that's just the way it is. But other times we can change the way we do things, change the way we behave, change the way we adapt, change the way we react, all of those things. So I hope these five steps help you in reacting to or following up with when things don't go your way and to help you get more prepared to get back in the game and try again or focus your efforts in a different way. I hope you have a great week. All right. So thanks for listening to Building Your Best Career. I hope you enjoyed it. Head on over to buildingyourbestcareer.com and subscribe so you don't miss an episode. Feel free to drop me a note with any topics you'd like to hear about or if you'd like to be a guest on an episode. And please go ahead and recommend me to your friends. Until next time, always remember to stand up and be confident. Stand by all that you do and say with integrity and stand out, because after all, there's only one you.